Bidzy Small Business Society number 98. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am talking to an old friend and bandmate, Ryan Smith. Ryan is the CEO of Varial Hosting, which is an award-winning web hosting service provider, and he is also the co-founder of Ominosity, which is a Saskatoon-based music and culture blog. He is passionate about technology and music, once sang in a punk rock band uh, that I drummed in briefly, by the way, and uh, he starred in a hilarious yet insightful viral fail video that has been viewed tens of millions of times. We're going to dig for details on that, so stay tuned. Uh, Welcome to the show, Ryan. So glad you could make some time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Sure. Very happy to be here. Um... So basically, I've always had a love for computers, but I went into sociology when I was in university just to have a kind of a bigger background. So um, while I was in university, I created a website called uh, 306.org, which was essentially a discussion forum for local bands and musicians. And a lot of other crap too, right? I remember it. (laughs) A lot of junk, just... (laughs) Hey, it was an early web forum, so there was a lot of trolls and whatnot. So uh, basically from there, I uh, started hosting band websites just off of like the extra space. And eventually I started hosting enough that I was like, hey, maybe I should charge for this. And uh, basically 13 years later, that's my career now. Well, so that's where you're at now. So talk about, let's just have a little bit of fun before we really dig in, but tell us about the viral fail video. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I play in a rec league dodgeball team, and uh, I've been doing that for maybe like four years. And uh, we were playing against uh, some friends of ours on on an opposing team, so we decided that we were going to wear GoPros to this. And of course, ball comes flying at me super fast, miss it, totally get hit in the nuts, topple over. (laughs) All my teammates are cheering and mocking me. So I I post that up on YouTube. And for the first couple of weeks, it was just, uh, you know, my friends and coworkers continuously playing it and making fun of me. 
And then just one day, I started getting tons of uh, YouTube messages from like uh, like MTV and Break.com and a whole bunch of like comedy websites just wanting to buy this video. So I ended up hiring uh, a viral video agency to sell it. So I've been making uh, a little bit of royalties off of it uh, for the past year or so. <laughs> and uh, it's been on TV and it's been featured on like top fails of the month and of the year type of type of videos on YouTube. I'm surprised that I haven't seen it. I will find it right away. So what would I search on YouTube, Brian? Um, how not to play dodgeball. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, everybody, let's jack up those views and send some more royalties Ryan's way. <laughs> so I'm hoping you can tie this up, Ryan, in a nice, neat answer. But how, when, and why did you start uh, with Varial? Why did you launch Varial? Well, um, basically, it was... I just totally fell into this business, as I mentioned. It was kind of just something that I started just to uh, create a little extra revenue to pay for the website that I was at, at the time focusing all my attention on. And that overcame and kind of uh, started growing and becoming popular. So I kind of shifted and uh, like I mentioned, I was going to uh, university for sociology. And by the time that I was finished my degree, I was at the point with my business where I was like, hmm, maybe I should focus on this rather than try to get a career in sociology. So um, at that point, I just slowly started spending more and more time on the hosting company and doing it less as a hobby and more as a career. And uh, obviously that was the right move for me to make because I'm still doing that today, which we just recently uh, celebrated our 13th anniversary. Congratulations, Ryan. Thank you very much. And yeah, it's been really exciting and fun. We just, uh, just this year, we released our next generation hosting platform and our optimized WordPress hosting service. So uh, that we're kind of like starting over and rather than just being your run of the mill uh, web hosting company, because there's tens of thousands of web hosting companies out there, we're kind of uh, moving towards specializing and you know, even though we've been in business for 13 years, we're kind of going back to that startup phase right now. So I want to go back there, actually. That's a great segue into the next question. So I realize now that you're in a beautiful downtown Saskatoon office, but uh, it probably didn't always start that way. Like, were you working out of your garage or your basement? How did this start? Uh, I was always just, for a long time, I was working from home, had a home office. And uh, since it's a web-based business, like, very rarely I would ever have to deal with customers in person. So it's mainly email-based support or phone-based support. So, uh, yeah, it's just, I always just took it slow and, uh, um, you know, try to always be available, whether I was in class or, you know, out uh, at a pub at night, I would still answer my emails and put my customers first. But uh, I just took things one step at a time and uh, for the first few years was going to school and uh, just working out of my home office. And when I started making that shift to uh, um, focusing, uh, focusing on this full time, I uh, got an office downtown in the CIBC building in Saskatoon, uh, got a great deal on rent for uh, like three or four years. And then uh, the pricing of, uh, uh, basically there's a big uh, boom in real estate in Saskatoon. So um, after my contract with, uh, my lease was up, I went back, I bought a house and went back to doing the home office thing until I stumbled upon a, a new uh, 
building in Saskatoon called the 220, which is a, a co-working space and kind of like a, a hub for startups and tech companies and creative agencies. So I've been uh, located in the 220 now for about five years. Great opportunity there. Yeah, again, a beautiful building. And uh, man, I love the coffee over there. It's great. Yeah, great coffee, great people. Um, basically, I kind of hit the point where I was starting to lose my mind just working from home and uh, living by myself for a few years. So it was a great opportunity for me to just meet uh, like-minded people and bounce ideas off them and to collaborate. And we do tons of collaboration in this building. We're all kind of involved in projects with each other. So it's been a, a great opportunity for me. Yeah, it's great. Uh, sometimes we get stuck in that little bubble, especially in the home office. So Ryan, let's talk about this. Who is using your service? Who's your ideal customer? Like talk to the small business owner or the entrepreneur that's listening right now and tell them why or how they can use the services that you provide or anybody in web hosting provides. Sure. Well, um, basically, we service all different kinds of clients. Uh, when we first started out, we were really a niche company um, hosting bands, but that, of course, grew. And uh, most of our clients now are small businesses or blogs and uh, even just like one page websites. So what we're kind of shifting into now is providing an optimized service um, that really enhances the performance and security of specific web applications. Right now, um, basically, I would say about 80% of our clients use the WordPress software to power their websites. And WordPress is con typically considered to be a blogging software, but it can really be extended to uh, any type of website, um, whether it be a business page or just like a, a simple uh, one-page website. So over the years, uh, we found that typically people would have like a, a website designed by a company, um, pay them once, and then not really touch it other than make small updates to it. And in the last few years, applications like WordPress have been really targeted by hackers, uh, mainly due to that uh, disconnect where uh, web agencies aren't really uh, keeping up with the, the updates to WordPress, so they, they aren't really updating their website software, so they're not patching it for security uh, holes and whatnot. So uh, over the last few years, that's become a big problem where, you know, our servers are really secure, but customers' websites are getting hacked just because their software is out of date. So with our new platform, we're uh, doing some additional things to help protect customers who are, you know, they might not be the most savviest. They just kind of want everything to work and not have to worry about it. So in our back end, we're automatically upgrading their software and we're detecting uh, the latest uh, attacks that these hackers are using and blocking them, as well as we're doing some really uh, fancy caching to make their, their websites load way faster. Um, our early benchmark tests on our new platform show that it, their WordPress sites are loading about 4,000 times faster than they were on our old platform. Wow, great stuff. Yeah, it sounds like you added some real value there with that extra layer of security as well. Great stuff, man. So let's, uh, let's dig in a bit more, Ryan, into your own journey and uh, your head. What motivates you and excites you the most? What gets you out of bed every morning, man? Well, I just love being my own boss. I was the type of person who... Uh, when I was, you know, a teenager or in my 20s, I never really had a job that I enjoyed. 
I would just always be like that paycheck. That was my, the only motivation for like going to work, but having my own business and being my own boss, it's super exciting and it's a thrill. And honestly, I would be like, since it's developed from a hobby, I would be doing this regardless whether, you know, I, I made money from it or not. And that's, uh, extending from, uh, the hosting company because since that's very automated uh, it does allow me to have a lot of extra free time to uh, experiment with other projects like as you had mentioned earlier that uh, the the music and culture blog that I run called Ominosity I've developed some iPhone apps which have gone nowhere but you know it's <laughs> fun to experiment with so I'm always kind of uh, playing around with different things so that's one thing that I really enjoy um, have, with having my own business is just, uh, you know, having some, being able to turn my hobbies and passions into something that I can live off of. Love that so much. Love it. Now that excitement and that thrill does not necessarily come without some trials and tribulations. Ryan, what comes to mind, um, as the biggest challenge you had to overcome and what steps did you take to embrace that challenge? Okay. Well, um, 99% of the time running a web hosting company is awesome. It's, it runs itself. I just have to answer a few emails and phone calls and do some basic support. But every now and then there is a catastrophic issue and it can happen at any time and it sucks. And that's things like, you know, server hardware just suddenly dying. And even though we have a lot of redundancies in place that sometimes things happen and it just crashes. Or it could be, um, say, like hackers launching massive attacks and knocking our servers offline for hours. So these are things that every hosting company will occasionally experience. And we've had to deal with this a few times in our 13 years now. And, you know, it sucks. It sucks for everyone. Um, Basically, at that time, I'll be ripping out my hair because my phones will be ringing off the hook and I'll be swamped with emails from customers who are angry because their sites aren't working or their email isn't working. So basically what I found is just openly communicating to, uh, to them and just explaining what's going on and really, you know, dropping everything and pro promptly addressing the issue. It uh, has actually, you know, since even though this is probably like the, the worst case scenario for what could happen to my business. Uh, just being open and dealing with the problems quickly has turned these huge problems into uh, a way to actually strengthen my business relationship with many of my customers because, you know, they, they've seen how we deal with things at our worst and, you know, they can get some confidence out of that to know that, um, we are able to handle this and get them back online as quickly as possible and are open about it. Listen to what he's saying, guys. Ryan is saying that uh, that challenge and that catastrophe turns into an opportunity to get better, to improve, to grow his business and grow his relationships and create even more value for his customers. Thanks for that, man. That's awesome. No problem. Yeah, like we host tens of thousands of customers and many of them I never hear from until there's a problem. So that 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 one time at the email being like why is my website down you can really spin that into a way to impress them and gain back a lot of confidence 
Absolutely love it. And it sounds like you're on call for the last 13 years, 24 hours a day, man. Even though it doesn't come up very often, it's uh, it's constantly there, right? Exactly. It's a 24-7 business. So I'm uh, answering emails around the clock and, you know, obviously prioritizing them. But um, this is a, a, an industry where, you know, things happen at the most inconvenient times. So you have to be available if this is the type of business you want to get into. Now, Ryan, you've been at this for quite a while and you've achieved some success and even received some awards for your work, but what's this all for? Why is it so great to be an entrepreneur? Uh, well, the, the awards that we had won were from uh, web hosting review sites, so we were, we won like top 10 Canadian hosts and things like that, so that's great, uh, but it's even better to get like feedback from our customers. We've launched this new platform and right now we're spending the the rest of the year just moving all of our existing customers over to this platform because we want to give them a free upgrade so uh we don't really do a lot of advertising and we've always been kind of a, a word of mouth company and it's grown that way so we we are able to scale at uh, a good pace for for us so um by just spending the next year to shift all of our existing customers and upgrade them to this new platform for free is what we're focusing on. And basically we just, uh, we feel that they're going to be so impressed by this new platform that they're going to just fall in love with us all over again and want to tell more people. And that's been our initial reaction from our customers right now. We've transferred about 25% of them over. And I've had one customer tell me that um, after receiving this upgrade, it felt like when you first purchase a brand new phone after having a phone for like three or four years, it's just that much faster and better. Let's talk more about your customers, man. Like uh, you do minimal advertising. What has been most effective in engaging with and growing your customer base? Like help an aspiring entrepreneur understand how they can best gain some of that initial traction. Um, well, I really feel like web hosting is a support-based service. So just really like... Uh, a lot of hosting companies, when you email them, they'll have just their real entry-level employees answering the emails, and it might take like a two or three emails to really talk to someone to like get to the root of a problem. So that's we kind of only have experienced uh, support people answering emails because we we want to impress them like immediately when they contact us. So that. Uh, our word of mouth is really our our big marketing strategy that has been for the past 13 years. And uh, so the first thing, if you're going to go that route, is to really impress people and to take the time to uh, uh, go the extra mile when you're responding to them and to anticipate what uh, additional questions they might, might have that they haven't asked yet and explain things in more detail. Um, since like we're a very technical uh, service, so uh, we we try to make things as simple as possible and not have uh, a lot of uh, back and forth. We like to try to get things right on our first try. So, yeah, as I mentioned, we haven't really done a lot of advertising. We've always kind of just uh, kept things small and lean and just expanded as it came natural. Uh, now that we have launched this new platform. Once we migrate all of our customers over to it, I think that we are going to probably start doing some more targeted advertising on uh, social media for 
say like WordPress hosting services and uh, try to put more effort into uh, an actual marketing plan. Ryan, any other specifics you can give us about that marketing plan? Yeah, um, the new the new area that we're moving into with this new platform is really uh, targeting specific applications like WordPress, but we're going to get into other, uh, we're going to optimize other web applications be besides that. But uh, uh, since this is a more niche market, there are much fewer uh, hosting companies in this space. So we're going to uh, kind of compete on price with them since a lot of the, the companies in the space are large US-based companies. And there's not really too many in Canada. We're going to uh, kind of do uh, Facebook ads kind of targeting their customers. So that's one, one thing that we've been thinking of. It sounds like you're looking to, again, just niche down. And I think the big thing that I'm taking away from you here is that you need effective and quick engagement. You really need to engage with your customers, whether it's a web hosting company. I mean, those strategies can translate well into any space, any home-based business, any entrepreneurial space. So listen to those ideas, you guys. Uh, again, engagement is key. Exactly. Whether it's, uh, whether it's Twitter or sending an email or uh, a live chat on a website, you know, if I send an email to any uh, business and they don't respond in 24 hours, I'm going to lose a lot of confidence. But if they respond in a, an hour or 30 minutes, that's going to impress me. So that's something that we try to do across all platforms, whether it's um, emailing or Twitter. And on our website, we have a kind of like a Facebook-like chat button. So you can just click on it and start chatting with us, which has been great since... Uh, since we're such a technical company, I try to um, direct people to uh, go the email route so rather than phoning us because sometimes a lot can get lost over the phone. So uh, having that live chat has been a, a, a great way to communicate with customers quickly. We totally agree. Our team here, uh, we try to engage as quickly and, again, as effectively as possible. And, again, sort of uh, getting in and explaining those, you know, maybe somewhat complex matters in easy to understand terms, right? So now let's move on here, Ryan. I want to ask you this. In what ways do you think a coach or a mentor can help us down the entrepreneurial path or in life in general? Well, as I mentioned, I kind of just fell into this business, so I didn't have the opportunity of having a, a coach or mentor. And I've certainly stumbled many times along the ways because I'm, I'm a tech geek. I'm not a good businessman. Um, <laughs> So I disagree. You're doing great there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned, and uh, you know, you can you can go far by just reading online and doing your research. You don't always need to uh, spend money talking to lawyers and whatnot. But it's certainly helpful to do it right the first time. And if I was starting a new business, I would, you know, certainly uh, seek all the help I can get. Uh, one of the things that has really helped me is, has been moving into this. Uh, co-working office space and being around a lot of other startups because I'm meeting these people like, you know, like venture capitalists, accountants, uh, lawyers that specialize in the type of uh, business that I run and like tech businesses. So it's given me a lot of uh, additional information and insight. Like, for example, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a tech guy. I don't know all these accounting and tax tricks. I had someone come up to me and be like, hey, have you ever looked into research and development tax credits? And 
I had I didn't even know really what that was. And uh, uh, this year, I'm probably getting about like thirty thousand dollars back because we did extensive R and D for our uh, new platform. So you know, just have, being exposed to people that know this type of stuff can really help. Oh, the time and money uh, that could have been saved over those 13 <laughs> years. I mean, you don't want to look back in hindsight, but anyway, uh, move forward and use those consultants, those coaches, those mentors that can help catapult you into the stratosphere, Ryan. Exactly. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? And again, I might be jumping around here. I love to win. Um, I, I think you're always going to lose sometimes and you, that's part of learning. So you learn from your mistakes and uh, celebrate those victories. Now give us something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Uh, well, playing competitive dodgeball does help. Throwing a ball really hard at someone will, uh, you know, take off some stress and it's, it's fun. Um, I'm a big music lover, so I'm going to uh, pubs and uh, checking out bands all the time. Great. Now, let's boil this down, Ryan. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about succeeding as a small business owner, succeeding as an entrepreneur like you have? Well, I, I think one of the like one of the reasons that I've been successful is I never really allowed myself to get in over my head. Um, I always took things one step at a time and didn't try to go too large too fast. And uh, being in this 220 office space for the last five years, there's heavy hook turnover, either from uh, customer or sorry companies um, succeeding and growing like super fast, meaning larger offices, to companies not lasting a year and being having to like back out of their leases. So uh, and I think that has been a large part due to these companies just you know one day decide that they're going to run a business, quit their job, put everything into it and don't have the income to sustain it. Yeah. And it's kind of tough with that build it and they will come mentality. It doesn't always work that way, right? doesn't always work. So, you know, some, some businesses you have to do it that way, but I would suggest that if you're having to like go big or go home, that you have some fallback plans or you have some, uh, capital raise that you can use to get you through the slow, tough times at the start, because every business takes a lot of time to uh, make that initial amount of money. So with me being able to do it part time and uh, just as a hobby at the start really helped because I was able to continue going to school and just work from home and slowly build my company until it got to a point where I could focus on it full time. Great advice, Ryan. Great advice. And we all need to listen to that advice because you've been in business for 13 years here in Saskatoon. So again, congrats on that. Let's talk more about the future of your business. What does that look like for you? As I had mentioned, we're spending the remainder of 2016 basically moving all of our customers over to this new platform and giving them upgrades, hoping that they're going to tell all their friends about how exciting and awesome this new platform is. Then after that, we're going to kind of like switch into startup mode again and uh, develop a marketing strategy, probably hire on some people so we can uh, grow this new platform as fast as we can because we've been doing this this company for 13 years and kind of want to shake it up a bit and make it exciting. We have a lot of uh, revenue that we can use to fall back on. So 
we just are trying to go big with it because we think we've uh, developed something special. For sure, and the world's changing, and we need to change with it, right? Yeah, exactly. The, the internet's uh, a lot different than it was about five years ago. There's a lot more challenges involved in running a website. Now, Ryan, if people want to connect with you at Varial Hosting or at the Ominosity Culture and Music blog here in Saskatoon, or just personally on social media, how can they find you? All right. So for Varial Hosting, it's just at Varial Hosting on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, personally, my, my handle is at rsmith on all three platforms as well. And at Ominosity, if you want to check out the music blog on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Ryan, thanks so much. Great, insightful, actionable stuff here. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Well, you too. Thanks for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 